everybody. It is I, Brian the Pirates, and I am joined again by the absolutely adorable... Peachy Pixel. Peachy. Yeah! <laughs> I knew he was going to it. And the limelight hogger. And hogger's. the heinous Pulp Fictionally. <laughs> but yes, welcome to episode four of the podcast. It's been a bit of a dry uh, week or so of industry news, but we've got a lot of diddy topics for you. Um, and we've got a, a couple of games to gush about. But first of all, I think Pope should start by explaining why we're late. And her, <laughs> and her bucket. <laughs> this asshole. Daylight savings time in the state of California because I live in the States. Unlike this Welsh bastard. And I don't know where the fuck you're from. I'm right. British. I'm English. Britain. <laughs> 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 For those wondering. It's because of me. I live in the States. I'm the only one. I a surprise. Um, we have daylight savings time last weekend. I lost an hour of sleep. Isn't that fun? <laughs> um, but also Also your bucket. It's rained again. <laughs> I had to uh, for those who are listening, I raised my eyebrows at Pichu right now and again to make sure I get his attention. Right. Yes, I'm, paying, um, I'm, I'm paying attention. I'm present. I'm sorry. I've been stripping all day. All oh, stripping. Ah. Paint, paint strip. What? My minis. I've been. Green what? stuff world. Don't be weird. I was. What? I'm stripping. <laughs> in, the, in the paint variety. <laughs> Clearly. With regards to the time. Um, so this week, for those of you stateside, it is starting an, an hour later, but next week it should be back to the usual scheduled time because the UK will be doing daylight savings time. Sorry, not next week, two weeks from now. Um, so yes, apologies for those who stateside who are like, why is this an hour later than usual? As uh, Pope said, daylight savings kicked in in the States. It's not my fault. It's not Pope's <laughs> it's fault. Just, it's the country's fault. It's the country's fault. <laughs> the this is Joe fault. Biden's fault. All Joe Biden's <laughs> He's fault. Been He's been He's been but uh, aside from being late, how are you feeling today, Pope? Are we good? Are we ready? Are we excited for I'm, your day? Because you're in the I'm middle ready, of the afternoon. Except that we have to, I feel we have to start the stream with uh, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick? Sure. We can go ahead with that. If you uh, with me. I think we should anything? start with that. Because yeah. Take the lead. Go ahead. Man, the, myth, the man, the myth, the legend, voice of, uh, of Destiny. What's the character's name again? Savala. I always get the names wrong. I'm really bad about names. Savala. Everyone's been going over to Zavala and making their own tributes. If you haven't done that, please do. He was also in The Wire. Um, Isn't he the concierge in John Wick? That's the only thing no. I've seen him in. Okay, I only watched John Wick once, and the reason why was because I don't like the idea of... I, I don't like getting when animals die. That's fair enough. Well, notice John Wick, so you, you and John Wick... You get on. It's 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 this constant like battle, like internal battle, like God, Keanu Reeves, what a babe, a puppy dies. <laughs> For those not familiar with the story of John Wick, a man gets a dog, the dog dies, he kills everyone, and then gets another dog. The end. But, but he um, gets another dog. <laughs> yes, eventually. Well, I think he gets a I boxer. Know. If I remember rightly. Isn't but, it like a beagle puppy he had in the beginning? Uh, something along that, those lines, yeah. That his wife got him or something. Yeah. And I have um, I have a dachshund. So, little hound dogs are my favorite. Little long ears where they stumble on their own ears. I couldn't, I didn't watch John Wick for a long time. Anyway, Lance Mark just passed away. Right. Um, so, go. 
I'm not mean to laugh about that. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm talking about dogs. So um, when it, when uh, this came up in the agenda, I'm like, I don't know who that is because I, d- I didn't know who that was. And everyone, I was like, he must be pro- prolific because everyone is talking about him. Um, I found out when my fiance was taking a shit and he screamed from the bathroom, Lance Reg died. And I was like, who? So, um, and that's not me being a bitch. It's just, I didn't know either because I don't play with Justin either. Right. But from what I understand, um, it's just a big deal. Yes. And I... And I, from I, he was sixty, so I feel that's very young. Yeah, he was quite a big part of the community, as far as I'm aware. I think I saw earlier that uh, he he was literally playing the game the day he died. Do we know how he died? Was it an accident? No, illness, I, I looked into it. Um, I think I last I heard was uh, when I asked, um, it was natural causes, but sixty's young. Yes, agreed. Um. um Yes. Do you, do you know how people can uh, pay tribute within the game? Are they doing a What they've been thing? doing is they've been going up to Zavala in the main hub, and they've been kneeling in front of them. Oh, that's actually very, very sweet. Well, it's, it's really sweet. It really is sweet. Okay. Well, rest in peace. To, uh, rest in peace, that, that sir. Rest gentleman. in power. Hopefully, uh, people will be able to uh, remember his legacy for years to come. Uh, let's jump on to a slightly more... I was going to say slightly more jovial subject, but um, the first topic that we have in hand is regarding Stalker 2 the, and the devs getting hacked, unfortunately. So let me just, oh my god! Yeah, let me just bring so up... So let's go to a jovial topic. Let's talk about yeah. hacking. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it kind of finishes in a, in a jovial <laughs> manner. A war, you know, let's just bring... War! Yeah. Let's talk about... Yeah, so... As, talk about uh, drones. As, as some <laughs> folks may not know, the, the devs for Stalker 2, they are uh, all living in Ukraine, which is currently being torn by war. And they've just posted a statement uh, in the last few days with regards to basically uh, some nefarious characters uh, maliciously hacking and uh, stealing, a, I think, a bunch of their source code. I'll go through the statement in a moment. And uh, effectively, the, the devs have turned around and gone, uh, expect spoilers because we're not going to succumb to their demands. Basically, um, the demands oh! are kind of like jank as well. It's it's all I like propaganda and stuff. But yeah, so I'll just quickly I'm go not- through the statement. Uh, recently, our employees' account for a collective work with images application was hacked. The responsibility for this was claimed by a community from a Russian social network. They are threatening to use the obtained data for blackmail and intimidation. This is not the first attempt to hack and leak our data, including personal information. We have been enduring constant cyber attacks for more than a year now. We have placed, uh, sorry, we have faced blackmail, acts of aggression, hacks, attempts to hurt players and fans, and efforts to damage the development process of the reputation of our company. We are a Ukrainian company, and like most Ukrainians, we have experienced many things that are much more terrifying, destroyed houses, ruined lives, and the deaths of our loved ones. Attempts to blackmail or intimidate us are completely futile. Our unwavering commitment to supporting our country remains unchanged. We will continue to do everything possible to support Ukraine, and this won't change in the future under any circumstances. Despite the attempts to break us, we remain strong and courageous, because when you believe in something and love it with all your heart, you have to defend it at all costs. We have been through a lot. However, these challenges only encourage us to work even harder because we believe that the truth is on our side. Evil will never win. In the event of any leaks, we ask that you refrain from watching or distributing information about Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, uh, outdated 
and work in progress materials may dilute the impression of the final idea that we have put into the game. We encourage you to stay patient and wait for the official release for the best experience possible. We believe that you will love it. We'd like to express our deepest appreciation for our loyal community. We are overwhelmed by the response and support we have received from you. Thank you for that. From each and every member of the GSC Game World team, our mission is to commit all of our strength and passion to completing the project and deliver it to you, despite all the obstacles on the way. Your support is our inspiration. Glory to Ukraine. I think For town! A, yeah, I think that's a pretty, pretty damn good statement from uh, the devs there. That's an amazing statement. I mad respect. Mad respect indeed. So yeah, they basically said, expect leaks. We're not going to succumb to the threats. Some of these devs are literally in the army, the Ukraine army, when we're enlisted. So they're literally being soldiers and still developing in the game. And then some scumbags just come along and do this. So, the realism is going to be off the charts in that game. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume <laughs> you're a stalker fan, Peachy. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know um, my guy, yeah. it turns out. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> let's talk a bit about how you, as a developer, would handle this. Like, obviously, if you were to get hacked, would you be tempted to succumb to it, to... Pre prevent people from having the game spoiled or would you say nah fuck you i would 100 percent be tempted because you've seen what happens when alpha builds early builds get leaked people saw a build of gta 6 from like when gta 5 was in development and right. said that looks shit and everyone was like this is so shit like people are collectively dumb a person mm. no, is clever. Are. people are collectively dumb and i would be like no please don't show that um but you know if i was in a fucking war zone and a soldier that is putting my life on the line to defend my country i would pro i can understand where they're like fuck off right <laughs> got more yeah. important things to deal with right no for sure for sure do we know when stalker 2 is due out they allude to that? uh they i think they did but this was before um Russian right no for sure stuff <laughs> right yeah no that's fair play how about so, you Paul? as an American we have a we have the uh, our culture is to go fuck yourself I fuck myself first and most of the time like I feel if I if it was me as the developer I would just release spoilers on my own I was gonna say, it, it sounds like, like you're just go. gonna go like, you know what? Here, no, everyone have it. <laughs> now everyone has it. What? Oh, what? Please don't give me your spoilers. Oh, you're only everyone. you're yeah. only ace in the hole was to give me out my spoilers. Here you go. As American, fuck you. Right. It can be right. really damaging. To I mean, that's just that's not a huge fucking triple. Here's here. Video, so he, let, let me let me put this in a more like uh, rational sense as in in a non-American math, you know, way of right. speech. Speaking it, um, so here's the thing. I've always, I'm of the mind, when something comes from someone else, it always sounds worse. So if it comes from you, mm. it, sounds, it always softens the blow. So in the case when it comes to like spoilers, I would assume is like, so let's look at The Last of Us leak as a good example. Everyone like, remember everyone freaked out at The Last of Us 2 leak? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, Joel dies. Imagine if like it was Naughty Dog who was like, hey guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> Joel's gonna be, oh my god, beating the death with a fucking golf club. I know it's kind of sucks. It wouldn't sound as bad as, I, as 
Huh? I haven't played The Last of Us 2, by the way. Me neither. Spoiler. Gold <laughs> eyes. To be fair, I knew I knew we did die, but don't worry. So essentially, it's it's not about this protecting the IP. It's just you want to spoiler everything in the world. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I know I'm I'm roasting you. But just... What I'm saying, what I'm use, I'm utilizing this as an example. Yeah. Because remember, it was a disgruntled developer. Um, because remember that like there's all this information that came out about Naughty Dog about how they mistreated developers. They were like. Laying people off constantly, hiring them as a We don't need to go into the details about that. The point I'm making is it was the fact that someone leaked that information and people had that reaction. And if it was Naughty Dog themselves going like, hey guys, spoiler dies, people would still be upset, but it would sound as like for some reason it would sound it sounds less malicious. So in the case with Stalker too, you know, just go like yeah, you know, give up, put up the proverbial middle finger and just be like, what do you want to know? I'll tell you. Because this is what they're holding above my head. The power move is I will give you the spoilers. But I'm also an American who we're kind of dumb idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's That's shoot fun. our guns in the air. It hey, works. Uh... It can work. I, I I I mean, they don't have an option. They can't. They can't. They can't. Stop what do you, what, it. what else do you have to? What else do you have? Succumb, you know, fall in line with what their demands are, or just be given the proverbial middle finger and be like, oh, okay, here are the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, since the game is still in development, you can also make changes if you. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a few things that completely can you know, 180 during development. I would go. I would go the attitude of like, did you ever? Um, are you guys at all fans of the Song of Ice and Fire friend, series or Game yeah. of Thrones? Do you remember um, when Germ was asked, "What if like a fan base like starts like you know manages to guess the plot twist?" And he's like, "If you've been setting up the the story as like the Butler did it." But if you change it to the main date, well, now it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So basically, release the fucking, like, okay, you're holding, like, the story, you know, the spoilers of the story over there, everyone, over your head. Release it. It's not going to fucking change the fact that people are still going to enjoy the media anyway. Yeah. I think, I think for me, there's a couple of things to consider. I, we don't know what they were threatened with. Like, was it just cash? I, 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 from you, what I understand... I, I was being like the, the spoiler threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. Um, in the case of Stalker 2, um, I think it was just, again, more propaganda stuff to do specifically about the war and not like, hi, we don't like Ukraine, give us money or anything like that. With that in mind, I think it would also depend, for me personally, if, if I was to be in the scenario, it would depend on when the hack occurred or what information or what the date or the age of the information as well because if it's close to release but the information they've got is archaic bullshit from like a first build i'd be like no off you <laughs> kind of thing because it doesn't matter in the case of grand theft auto 6 for example that was in the news cycle what spoilers are you gonna put for grand theft auto cars yeah potentially <laughs> but in the case of grand theft auto it was like a build from a few years ago it's still not going to come out for a few years so whilst there was negativity about it for like a week in the news cycle, people have already forgotten about it. And then, of course, when they do come closer to announcing and making trailers and whatever marketing they do, it will be completely different footage that we'll be looking at rather than like wire framework and stuff like that. Mm. So I think for yeah. me, it would depend on like a few of those factors. 
I do have to acknowledge that I, I confused Grand Theft Auto with Gran Turismo for a second. They both it have cars. It was St. Patrick's Day yesterday. They both so have cars. That's correct. They both have cars, but it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday, and I did drink whiskey. It's okay. I, they both have cars. I thought you just meant the cars in Grand Theft Auto. If you said nothing, you would have been fine. Yeah, no you could have gone away with that. But you know, okay, so this is, how you know, know. Like, this is how you know I'm a good homie to you guys. I open up and be like, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> uh, Sometimes I do shit wrong just so I can admit I was wrong to seem like a good person. Shit wrong? <laughs> he doesn't I do weigh shit himself. Wrong. Not literal shit. Not, not literal sh I poo correctly, madam. Okay? You, you don't weigh yourself. I don't. I do not weigh myself. <laughs> so on to the, well, to the never, next subject. Well, you never tried to talk now. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Enough about poo. And uh, the next subject is that The Last of Us is finished. The episode. Yay. I still have to watch the last couple episodes. The last one I watched was the one when... No spoilers. The... the We'll do a spoiler yeah, cast no when, when you finish oh, it. Oh, it's spoilers. It's in the game. All right. We'll do a spoiler um, cast when you've finished it. But yeah, what episode do you reckon you're on? There's nine in total. Oh, so I'm on episode nothing. <laughs> no, it's actually really good. Um, uh, It was one with the mom. Right. And okay. With... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. We'll have a spoiler cast where we get to talk, properly talk about because I actually really want to. I would love to talk about my feelings. Yes, I do too because you've not played the game, and I actually want to know uh, what you're. Oh, I know about the story of the game. I know you know about I'm a, it. But... I'm, one those, I'm one of those people who likes to spoil themselves. Yeah, but no. But what I'm saying is because you've not watched the game, you don't like have that perspective of someone going, "Oh, yeah, they did this in the game or whatever." You know what I mean? So it would be really cool to have that perspective as opposed to me, someone who's played the game, and then watch the show. Do you see what I'm saying? Did you play the game? I've I've played the game. I've played the first one. Oh my god, Peachy, did we establish that fucking that Brian played the game? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he oh. played the game. He hasn't played The Last of Us 2. Correct. Oh, that's the one you didn't play. I yeah. didn't think that you played. Okay. Yeah, I've played the first one. Did I ever tell you that someone gave me that for free? Just like, hey, you want to play this? I'm like, not really. <laughs> fair, fair. That's my reaction to The Last of Us. You want to play this? No. Well, remember what, how I described what my feelings about The Last of Us. It's a misery simulator. And then someone's like, hey, have you ever played The Last of Us 2? You want to play it? No. <laughs> do you like misery? Then, oh do, boy. Do you like There's feeling no. sad? You. No, I don't like feeling sad, but I'll take it. I like free shit. <laughs> right, right. I just want to feel something. <laughs> But yeah, so The Last of Us, the series, has ended. So uh, I think we'll do some kind of, like, spoiler cast where we get to go into detail. I would detail love to have it. that because I have very offensive feelings. Offensive feelings, okay. <laughs> Interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but no, off the back offensive. of that... I just am offensive all the time. Fair, fair. Just but, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, off the back of that, Druckmann <laughs> confirmed there is going to be a part two or season doing part two. But it's going to actually be spread across multiple seasons. So we don't know if it's like two or three or whatever. It's just multiple. Standard. Uh, you knew that from the reception of the first one, there was going to be more. Yeah. So we knew that we, we had a vague idea that they were going to carry on and do The Last of Us Part 2 as another. I'm actually surprised that they're going to stretch out Last of Us 2. Instead mm, of like. Doing... Think how much money that is. 
I, I know we all everyone loves show. a good cash grab. But when you think about Last of Us, oh, you know what it is? Mm. Um, Bella Ramsey, the girl who's playing as Ellie, she's getting older. Yeah. So there's also I obviously not having not played the second one. It kind of obviously follows two stories from my understanding, or at least from two character perspectives. Obviously Joel and Can then I ask Abby. A, okay, so this is like kind of a spoiler thing, but. I think a lot of people know this. Let's not do any spoilers because people are really enjoying that. Let's let's not spoil the last of it. Okay, I well, like I said, I, you I haven't even one. seen it all, and you're really enjoying it. So no, no, okay. So because you already know that Last of Us Two was already spoiled. I will wait until the spoiler cast, but I do have yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. So you confirmed that there is going to be um, they're going to do part two, but it's going to be spread across multiple seasons. I yeah, and then I think I saw like no, Neil Druckmann also said there's not gonna be a part. Th there's not gonna be like a new. Yeah. Um, so with regards to part three, in the past they've said it's already written up. It's just not in production. Then they've confirmed that they're actually working on multiple projects. And then someone asked Neil very recently, "Is one of those projects uh, the Last of Us Part Three?" And he says, we have organized our pipeline so that me... Oh, sorry, no, that's Square Enix. Ignore that. But he said something else. <laughs> um, he, he They're basically, all the same. They're cousins. He, They've he, got he's, a pipeline too. Yeah, they probably do. But yeah, he, it was some like very ambiguous statement where it was like, oh, well, if we come up with something, we'll make it. And we're like, cool. So have you come up with something kind of thing? And he was just like, vanish and then disappears. From what I, from what I understand, <laughs> and this is not a spoiler, I know that Last of Us 2 kind of leaves off, not so much as like, um, uh, like a cliffhanger, but like, yeah, 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 I forgot words for a second. <laughs> um, but it's like not so much of a cliffhanger, but just kind of like, oh. Like sad. if they chose and not that. to, it would be fine kind of thing. But they've also got the means oh, I feel, to. I feel like it, it wouldn't affect the franchise yeah. if they didn't. But like, you know, dude, the fan base is so big and dedicated to The Last of Us. It would be stupid for them not to continue it. Especially with the show being as successful as Especially. it is as well. And you have fucking Pedro Pascal. I'm straight and I he's still dream. fancy him. He's dreamy. He's dreamy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. I, I, I've, I've been meaning I to watch the Mandalorian. Well. On, but that's probably just my kinks. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 on. <laughs> you can leave your head on. Um, but yes, so Druckmann's alluded to that there might be a part three. We just don't know. He's Druckmann essentially and they're working on something else uh, multiple projects is okay. the exact quote so potentially That's more than two right for a, a, a dev studio you probably like if you've just done like you've invested a lot of time effort and money and brain space to to regardless of if you like the games they are all encompassing games that have large scope within their own universe you're probably like let's do something else doesn't mean we've, we're yeah. done with this, but how about we, you know, let's make chess too, or whatever. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And I think as the reason it's all come about is obviously because there's a big spotlight on The Last of Us right now, and there's obviously the the previous statements where they're like, "We've written it," so surely that means they've got something good. So yeah, it's it's all very ambiguous, but it, a lot of people are on one side of the fence or the other. They're like, "Yes, they are going to do it," or vehemently denying that. It, will exist ever kind of thing so we'll have to see 
Well, I feel like part two can absolutely be stretched probably about like three seasons at the most. Um, but can you come a bit closer, Pulp? I can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it's I, I was saying that part two can absolutely be most likely stretched out to at least three seasons. Right. But it's going to be an oof. I wonder if they're going to do some filler in between because obviously Ellie's quite a bit older, as go, you mentioned in part two. Yeah. They're going to go all not Naruto. Naruto? Oh, oh no, don't don't say that. <laughs> don't upset me with a hundred episode arc of bollocks. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't do that. I, I don't like do to that. go uh, even... to my own to my own chat. I like to say Naruto just to piss them off. Yeah, don't don't manifest that bullshit. You behave. <laughs> but um that was about The Last of Us really. The uh the next thing on the agenda is Square Enix in a shareholder call. Let me get my notes. Now Last week, we talked about a shareholder call where a game was announced. This time, that's not happened. It was actually relatively normal if you can admit that your game sucks, which is what happened, basically, and consider that as normal. Uh, Squeenix have said, Forspoken didn't meet expectations, and then Luminous got... That's uh, understating it. Yeah, then Luminous got shut down. So the uh, the studio that was made it? the game... And okay, I, have a, I, have a qu- I wanted to ask you a question about this. Sure. Was it Lumin- Luminous? Yes. Wasn't that their first game? No. Final Fantasy XV was their first game. Which also, like, was launched to a bit of a uh, a shit show as well. With half of the game missing and things like that. Mm. Wow. And performance option, uh, issues. Uh, you know, I really like Final Fantasy XV. I have fun with it. I like playing a boy band yeah. in the desert. It's great. Um, but, yeesh. But, but from what I understand about the first Spoken, um, so I can disclose this now. I did uh, transcriptions for for Spoken like way before the game was even like like I worked on a trailer that was like still like not fully complete, mm-hmm. and I remember even seeing it then I was like that's not gonna go well that doesn't look like a fun game it looks like Kingdom Hearts kind of playstyle from what I understand it's the same but I think for the most part people kept like complaining like not just like the um the technical limitations. But it was also the character's just a piece of shit. No one likes her. Yeah, so I've seen a few <laughs> reviews on it. Um, I, I thought the clips I saw of that character that I want to hate, I thought she was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, so... She kind of made me laugh, but like, I, she made me laugh and it's, it's like, cunt, you're a cunt. <laughs> right, right. The thing is, but there's... vibes is they were going for that kind of thing. Or maybe not. I, Phoenix, so let me, let, me, let me disclose like this one. Um thought and then I, w- I really want to hear what you said you have to say Brian but like so I really get frustrated when people go like oh it's like a woke game it's like is it what's woke about it woke is a character coming I in don't like that's what woke means now because yeah, it's, it's like I really hate that whole it's like a hand-waving kind of term it's like the character was poorly written there's poorly written dialogue poorly written story blah 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 that doesn't mean it's woke yeah it's just yeah. you know yeah. it's poorly written and the game looks pretty, but it has it, it suffers from uh, the shut the fuck up syndrome. Like, God, stop talking to me. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. And from what I understand, the main character is vastly unlikable. That doesn't mean it's woke. The only My only takeaway from that criticism is, like, maybe the fact that the character is not white. 
So yeah, the death is really badly written and stuff. It's just, po- like. it's just it's poorly it, written. It doesn't. Be, yeah. It being poorly written doesn't make it woke. Yeah. So there's been a lot of like things that have gone viral within like the Twitter sphere, the social media sphere, and things like that. Uh, so for the most part, if you watch uh, a varied amount of reviews, a lot of it that isn't the viral like propaganda machine, as it were, is that the character itself isn't so much poorly written it's more that she doesn't make sense like she's been it's a it's an izakai and she's obviously been transported to another world and she keeps making references to her home world and she's like yeah i'm from hell's kitchen and she's saying that to some <laughs> dude from another bloody dimension Wait, really? and they're like well, yeah so like she basically I, something happens in new york she's basically like a bit of a hoodlum and then ends up transported in this other world and she's like yeah yeah i can fight a dragon i'm from hell's kitchen and then the people that she's talking to in this other world are like yeah sure i know what that is <laughs> like i know what the hell's kitchen is and it's just like weird references like that to then, be fair the only the only point of reference i have is like i think it was moist critical being like a comp- compilation of his playthrough and it's like god she's unlikable that was just it that was the only takeaway i had was like she's really unlikable yeah, so there's some clips that are where she does say like some relatively funny things, but because of the marketing that Peachy likes. Sorry? That Peachy likes. Yeah. I mean I, no, I, I've, well, I, I've I seen didn't see much because I don't give a fuck about video yeah. games at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, You're not a gamer. Like, <laughs> not a gamer. There there have been some like things that are like relatively sassy or witty. Um but the problem is the marketing prior to launch the whoever edited like this particular video where she's like i'm talking to a cuff was really badly edited and it just basically made the game look really cringe and it's kind of just like ridden off the coattails of that so people were basically being probably a little bit too harsh like it wasn't written well from like the overall what i understand the writing wasn't well done yeah but also i feel like some of the like People try to like latch on certain things that like um in this case like you know technical limitations yeah um because i think everyone kind of like dogged on it enough but um i don't think i don't know if the game is necessarily bad i wouldn't go that far yeah i've never played it there there's supposed really to be don't. some high like pros and like, good things to it i do remember um looking into it and i because i we were talking about it like prior to launch i was like i have a feeling it's not really gonna be that in depth of kind of gameplay it reminds me a little bit like kingdom hearts like you just same single button press you do the combo and it looks fancy because of particle effects and turns out it ended up being that way so point one pulp (laughs) but um no it's like i don't think the game is necessarily bad luminous in regards to them being uh like they're entirely shut down it says they're struck two, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I kind of saw it coming. Oh. I did want them to do well. I kind of want. I wanted for Spoken to do well because when I first saw the trailer, like what two years ago at Game Awards, and like, oh, big dragon, like it here's did the look cool. Magic. The trailer it did. looked cool. It looked. Let me. Uh, for Spoken looks beautiful. It does. It really does. But um, I didn't know. That's why I had to ask. I was like, that was the first game, Final Fantasy 15. Oh fuck, word. Yeah. Uh, that failed project um and i like final fantasy 15 for anyone listening i really like final fantasy 15 it was it was super fun but mm, that was uh, that was basically like a whole shitstorm and a half 
to like get involved into. So, oh my God, it's like Lunas was set up to fail, it feels like. Well, so Squeenix have killed multiple studios. Um, they sold IDOS. Um, they, <laughs> they're terrible at business. They've, they've just sacked their, their head guy, right? And they got in a new guy who seems to think exactly the same way as the, as the guy. old guy. Yeah. So I don't really see the point in that. Um, can we talk about NFTs? Yeah. So I was going to say off the oh, back God. of yeah, that. Yeah, I want you guys to tell me about this because I don't know much about it and I'm really interested. Don't worry. You're in the same boat as everyone who's seen every piece of media about it. <laughs> yeah. So off the back of that, Squeenix, despite shit canning Luminous, are going to have a pretty strong year. We've got Final Fantasy 16 coming out soon, Rebirth either toward the very end of the year or early next year. And um, basically they were asked about it. And this new guy that's replaced the previous guy who was doubling down on blockchain and NFTs when everyone except Squeenix was like, that's a terrible idea. What are you doing, you fucking maniac? Even and Ubisoft went, nah. Yeah, even Ubisoft have given up on it and they're like, nah, we, we best not because gamers <laughs> hate that stuff. But um, they recently made the announcement of we have organized our pipeline so that major title launches will not be concentrated solely in uh, financial year 2024 and 23. We aim to have a well-distributed array of new releases in 2025 and I think that's a typo, but 2024 and beyond. Additionally, we hope that you will eagerly anticipate the blockchain games we plan to launch in 2024 and 2023. Let's talk about Symbiogenesis. Symbiogenesis, yeah. I think that's it. Um, The first trailer was just a logo. And they've just released the the new trailer that tells us everything about their NFT game. And it's a map. It's a very well-drawn map with some really nice music. (laughs) But it is a map. Um... And that's how I get peachy on board was it just put some nice music on just just nice <laughs> music you know um and then they um when when pushed and people did some digging of the gameplay loop um the gameplay loop of symbogenesis um essentially what you do in the game there are 10,000 characters to collect and you play through the story through the couple of chapters i think there's going to be six um, and then when you unlock those characters, you actually don't unlock those characters. You unlock the ability to buy those characters. But don't worry. Don't worry, Pulp. I know. I know what you're thinking, but don't worry. You can use pictures of those characters as your profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Good. That's what I was hoping. And the- but can I use those photos? <laughs> um and their gameplay gameplay loop is literally trading, selling, buying NFTs, raising uh, your cost of your NFT, and um, it is it's it's money. It's money. And at this point, the only thing Squeenix have is Yoshi P. That's the only thing they have right now. And composers, they have really good composers. They do. They do have really good composers. I don't know who worked on the music for that NFT game, but I really hope they get hired for something else because that was a real good, that was a really good song. Um, yeah, so you just play through the game, which sounds like it's going to be some narrative. Um, it might even be some kind of visual novel, rather walking simulator, visual novel, storytelling thing. We don't know because the two trailers they give us, one of those was a logo, the other was a map. 
So we with nice music, Peachy. With nice music um, for the trailer, that might not even be. We in have the game, to mention. You we have don't to... know what's in the game. Like they have said nothing about the game. It is essentially a trading hub for real-world money and NFTs. You play the game and unlock the 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 chance to buy something. And use the photo for Facebook. And use the photo for Facebook. Although, obviously, anyone could right-click that photo and use it on their Facebook as well. But, you know, they don't own it. They don't... They That's on the blockchain, all right? Is, they, is anyone really surprised that Square Enix is doing this, though? I mean, no. they have enough... Yes! Money. I am actually surprised at this point because it's a... Well, I know Square Enix is a bit... Let's Stupid. sell this. They're notorious <laughs> selling of a remaster a... for way too much money. No, but... wait. So let me put it this way: they're notorious for cash grabs. Yeah, but this is so, so far I'm, past I'm after... the, the drop of NFT, right? NFT I was actually no, honestly, PG. I was waiting for them to drop something regarding NFTs. They are so notorious for cash grabs, especially when it comes to like Final, the Final Fantasy franchise. Can you come closer to your mic? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you come no, closer? That, to that wasn't a joke. Yeah, yeah. Get, I can't hear you in the mic. I think that's no, on I'm your sorry. end, by the way, PG, because I hear it just fine. Oh, it sounds like compression. We'll fuck around during a break. Um, yeah, but yeah, okay. During the height of NFTs, that's when all the companies did that. I mean, the height was pretty bad because everyone was like, "Fuck off," and then it just fell off the face of the earth, right. and um, everyone just kind of went, "An NFT game? No, <laughs> nah, that's nah, nah." And I fully expected, I I expect giant corporations to jump on whatever train gives them money, right? But then when it absolutely caves your business to follow that i i am surprised that square enix carried on with that and it's got something to do with the guy that they just changed to a guy that thinks the same thing about nfts which is even more confusing it seems to be to a me. common trend amongst like executive level tech bros like yeah, isn't it like on youtube zoom um the guy who's like now in charge of youtube is also the same as you know about like you know nfts there's a, there's a few. It's, it seems to be founders of of tech companies. Uh, Emmett Shear, yeah, like who we'll they, talk they, about later. The, te the tech broke your head. It's like they seem to be really big on it. Yeah. So like Emmett Shear. I know, I'm, all I'm saying is like with with Screen Next, I'm really not surprised about anything they do because like they've always been notorious for like cash grabs. Like, okay, I mean even like Final Fantasy VII right now, like the remakes and stuff. Um, do you remember there was like a few years ago? There was the first, uh, the first evolution <laughs> of Final Fantasy VII, where like they were doing like different like spinoffs, blah 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 blah. And now they're just like it's another resurgence right now. They're notorious for cash gaps. So, so them falling into the NFT blah, 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 <laughs> makes sense to me. Right, right. Yeah, I think. As Pulp has said, is Square Enix have never exactly had a level head on their shoulders. They'll come out with some bangers and then they'll simultaneously do some bat weird shit just out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, all right then. So yeah, I think it's it's par for the course and we just got to keep a vigilant eye and be like, is Yoshi P involved? Yes, cool. It's going to go well then, basically, which is, seems to be the case with Final Fantasy fourteen, of course, sixteen coming out. And Final Fantasy seven is doing... Pretty well. I'm happy with that. I'm happy well, Final Fantasy VII has always done really well. That's the yeah. thing. And my, it's so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 
absolutely. I'm going to be very, very, like, transparent here. I don't know shit about NFTs. Um, it's for the past. It's still... <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, I... Everyone, it's like, um, it's kind of like a term, like a free, it's not a phrase, you know, term that's been thrown around. I'm like, NFTs, bad. Blockchain, bad. I hear that, and that's all I need to hear. Um, so I'm just going to be like completely transparent. I don't really give a shit about NFTs, so I don't, and I don't care now. So when you said like, oh, they're investing, like blockchain, NFTs, like, yeah, kind of goes with the, kind of goes flow with the, you know, your, your trend of behavior, I guess. And NFTs are good for free market trading and ripping people off. It's really. Good. I do not want to know, PG. I want. I ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you. I'm gonna give you a crash course on NFTs right now. Okay. Oh God. Um, here's a very simple example to get in your brain: NFTs and NFT bros. You don't own the artwork, though. It's usually artwork. You don't own it. No, you don't. Um, so uh, the Board Ape Yacht Club did a, an NFT game where you can play the game and get scores and try and unlock the, the ability to buy other NFTs. It's crazy that. Um, they, uh, the blockchain is all about Web3, right? 3.0, um, which is an open web where everything is there and out. PG. Um, I haven't finished, okay? <laughs> no, no, what, can um, we, we can just label... Peachy, we can label this as Pulp's a woman. No. She doesn't understand <laughs> Not this She's again. Not a woman! Stop spreading these lies. No, okay. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm... Go on. I was just trying to mess with you. So, they, they, uh, they champion Web 3.0 and the blockchain. Um, when they did the game, they put it on Web 2. Because you can just open and see everything on Web3 and cheat their game, crack their game, and unlock all the stuff that's in it. It's hypocritical. It's just so they can have an open market to make as much money as possible and run off with the goods. Like the initial startup of um, certain Bitcoin-type currencies. So the thing is, like, Bitcoin, same with, like, you know, blockchains, NFTs, all that stuff. I'm a woman. So I don't understand. It's um, unregulated trading. No, I, I understand that part. I I'm just See, I'm being. All I'm, I'm all I'm fucking I'm fucking with you guys. I actually just like don't really care to know. Yeah, that's fair. And to be fair, we don't need need, need to discuss this any further. It's basically Square Enix are being stupid again, and uh, hopefully they won't fuck up any other projects that we actually <laughs> like. But, um, oh. oh. Like they've already not. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, did they let Did they? Where let are the my boy? Where are IP? my? Where is my boy band in the desert? Mm. No, they'll be back <laughs> did they one let day. the Deus Ex IP go with Edos? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think Embrace yes! has got it. Come on, fuck you, Squeenix. <laughs> yeah, I think Embrace has got it, and I think they have said that they want to do something with it. So potentially. Um, very quick notes as well. Greg Street is leaving Riot. For those of you who don't know, Greg Street was the creative director, I want to say, for their MMO project, which a lot of people have got high hopes for because obviously it's Riot and they've made very, very successful games. Um, he was very transparent with the community as well. He actually gave us quite a bit of info considering we don't actually have any official things from Riot uh, PR and uh, community managers and whatnot. But uh, yeah, just wanted to touch upon it very quickly that he's leaving. Hopefully that doesn't mean it will go to shit. 
um, they'll probably get someone who's just as talented to replace him. And it's nothing like worrying either. He just wants to spend time with his family, like you do. Um, aside as from PG that, juices it up, and he's juicing it up. You guys, <laughs> bro. Pope, do you Jeez, like survival bro. games? I like them, but I suck at them. <laughs> right, so. And I believe, Peachy, do you like survival games? No. I hate them. Uh, I'm just not good at them. Like, I, I was play playing Sons of... Dude, I was playing Sons of... I'm playing, sorry about Minecraft. Um, I was playing um, Sons of the Forest, and I just... I think my brain shut down. <laughs> and I don't like building shit. <laughs> I was have a build a hut. No. Right. I'm the opposite. I will either go all in on building something and I'll make a big friggin' castle and then I'll stop playing the game for several years. Or other people will be building shit. And I'll be like, I'm going to go solo this cave that needs 12 people. I'll be back. Oh, no, I'll solo <laughs> a cave. I was all about like the caves and shit. Hmm. It's just, I don't want to build shit. Like, I like filing in survival games. Right. I, I really like for like in in mine in Minecraft particularly because that's just organizing things. I, oh yeah. I oh, I, my funny story moment. about Minecraft is very short. It it puts me asleep. Uh, I used to uh, work with a kid like years ago. I was a behavior therapist for the child, and I would play Minecraft with them. And the amount of times I would pass out on the couch just because the music of Minecraft was so soothing, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> that the music oh i could it's talk about so calm hours about the music also the little mm. villager sounds so clever well with regards to survival games would you guys play a game if it was heavily involved with shroud and sacral as part of the creative process oh <laughs> no okay why What's not? the difference? It's just going to be get good on top of a survival game, which none of those things appeal to me. My whole life is just get good. So anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, according, My whole life, live that life. Get good. My whole life. According to like the the thing playing on the screen now, they did a little promo. They're actually involved in the process and not just like oh you've got to be good at it. like I think Shroud like talks about the gunplay and stuff like that and how to make it like fun. Sakrio's like talking about. Uh, the building aspects and stuff like that and the exploration aspects of it but yeah they're basically making a survival shooter with splash damage have you guys heard anything about this i hadn't until you'd uh, actually put it in the agenda i had no idea yeah i only just came across I, it I because someone else mentioned is. it i just don't know much about him but you don't seems like he's always making ways apparently like my mouse is a shroud mouse Right. He, he is a get good gamer. He's he's very good at it. No, no, I no, I was just saying like it, he is someone who I, who I would just like say I don't know who he is, but good for him. So for those who may not know, Shroud was actually involved in the development for Valorant. He like consulted on the gunplay and that. So if you like Valorant gunplay, you could probably thank him for that. Um so likewise he's gonna be like not just consulting in this regard, he's actually part of the, the team, I think his I'm not sure if it's a real executive role, but he's executive creator. And I think the same title goes to uh, to Sacriel, who plays obviously a lot of shooters as well, a lot of survival games and things like that. Uh, so for me, it's well, I was I'll just informed that he's like one of the best first-person shooters. Yeah, like, Shroud is like one of the best, or at least reputed for being consistently. No, good. and like I have no ill feelings towards Shroud. So when I say like good for him, yeah, I just I know who he is, and like I said, like my mouse apparently is, yeah, you know, he had. Like it's a uh, collab with him. 
And it's like, you know, I don't know who he is, but you know, good for him. He seems like, yeah, yeah. as long as you're not on my radar. Yeah, he, he, good for that guy. Is it a direct answer to um, he who shall be not named on Twitch is game? Hmm? I actually genuinely have no idea who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about, too. Okay, I don't know what the rules are, but he was banned off Twitch um, and... Oh, uh, I mean, we can mention his name. We just, okay, he's so not Dr. allowed on the, on the stream. Okay, um because he used to be a mapper like back in in old school shooters and stuff and they're heavily working i think they've just done an open alpha or beta or something okay wait 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 can you can you explain to me what a mapper is because when i hear map i don't so a game map you know like a an arena to shoot people on. holy shit my brain went the wrong way okay oh i think i know where you're bringing on moving on um <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 not, no it's fine. I, it's fine. I, I, pre, I, I'm happy I asked because, like, <laughs> I, my brain immediately went to like the wrong direction. Like, I really want to like understand fully the content. Yeah. So he, I, I think he dabbled around in like breaking shit on his desk. Um, I think he dabbled around in like CS:GO and and making maps and stuff for that. And okay, then okay. he was speaking to that I don't kind know of what mapping. the development company is, but. <laughs> They were like, hey, let's make a, a, a map for this. And then now he's working on his own game. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. Do you know, if you're a gamer and you're into your shooters, you probably want someone who is a gamer and into shooters working on the right. game that you're going to play. It makes absolute sense, and it will probably be better for it. Right. Yeah, I think from my perspective, I am cautiously optimistic. I think they can bring some good insights to it for lack of a less cringier phrase um they're professional gamers so they know what gamers like and can bring that insight to developers who are likewise gamers but probably what you may find with any creative process is if, if you're involved in the project you're probably too close to it sometimes so i think that these two um content creators can then bring that outside perspective like okay but how about this or this may be annoying or you know things like that much like how shroud did with valorant and getting the gunplay the way it is so yeah it's something i just wanted to to, to raise i just looked over, i just looked over at the video you have pre premiering and this is no this is no front shroud i had no idea what it looked like yeah he's so like he's just a, a tiny little dude is he really a manlet a manlet <laughs> i mean no. i think um, he's just a guy <laughs> he's just a um, guy you know he's just so i was raised by by me mama by like always find something nice to say about people he looks like he has nice skin yes <laughs> sure Oh my god, he is tiny! Oh. I think it doesn't help that Sacriol is re relatively tall, yeah, which is Zachary the guy with the goatee. Pretty, he's a big boy. Yeah. And he's British and lives in Canada. Oh, he's British? Yeah, Sacriol is married to Shannon, who you may have seen on Twitter. He used to work for Twitch. Z-Killer. Yeah, she, uh, Shannon's Z-Killer. Oh, I thought you said E-Girl, and I was like... No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> She's definitely not an E-Girl. No, no, no. Definitely not. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. You can say a lot of things about Shannon. She's definitely not an ego. Definitely not an ego. Good laugh from what I've, uh, from my interactions mm -hmm. that I've had with her. I, I still don't know what an e-girl is, so it's fine. You're all good. Um, Probably for the best. <laughs> um, the I, next... I just misheard you, so I was just like, hmm? uh, No worries. Well, the next thing on the agenda is uh, 
Our boy Emmett Shear, Bowtie, CEO of Twitch, is resigning oh, yeah, yeah. from Twitch. Rip. Uh, I'm not going to read out the entire statement because it's a load of bollocks, frankly. But um, basically, he's wanting to focus on being a father and probably NFTs, to be honest, because he's all about... I'm not even kidding. Wait, his, wait, I love oh, that we just yeah, make a circle back to NFTs. Yeah, his entire Twitter is all about it. But essentially, like, the, the last bit of the, the last paragraph, he's basically saying, with my first child born, I've been reflecting on my future with Twitch. Twitch often feels like, uh, to me, like a child I've been raising well. It's 16, it can fl fly the coop. I'm going to focus on my kids, etc. And that's about it. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think it will be a big deal that yes. Emmett is leaving? Uh, if you don't know, Emmett was one of the people that's in the startup. Co-founder, yeah. Yeah, so um, any... There are still old guard there. It's not like everyone's gone and been mm. sacked by Amazon and replaced. So I'm memeing mostly, but like essentially that is the end of an era for Twitch. And is that going to be good or bad? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't honestly, know. honestly, I'm just going to withhold any opinions on this because um, it's it's really unusual timing too. At the same time. And it was like YouTube's like CEO was resigning too. I'm trying to remember what her reason was. Oh, she no, she uh, was quite I, upfront about it. Um, she basically was saying no, it was no, stressing no, her the no, fuck no. Out, I was so just like, why. I'm just funny. It's very unusual timing. They're like YouTube CEO just like resigned, and now it's Twitch's CEO resigning. Interesting. Um, he probably but, didn't have as much input as he did originally. I don't really think. I don't really think so. I'm gonna withhold any opinions that were like you know. Uh, I don't really want to. I don't really have any opinions about it. Doesn't affect me. I think like it will affect people more on like the higher end of like, you know, influence. Right. I don't know. So from what, my understanding, there's there's there seems to be two opinions or two groups of people that have strong opinions about Emmett Shear. There's the people that are like, yeah, he was all right, like he was cool back in the day. I, I think I fall in that category. It's like I don't know. Actually, actually, I fall in the category like I don't know. <laughs> okay so i'll explain so uh, as as peachy was saying he was the founder co-founder like justin tv levels of og um then a lot of people have the opinion that when amazon bought twitch he became a lot more out of touch some have said and things like that some others said no like he still vibes with twitch he knows what the the original principles of twitch and like bleed purple and all that bollocks is all about but uh other I like the heart, like his... the, uh, for those who are not watching uh ryan did a little heart yeah i'm actually wearing yeah, like twitch purple. merch right now as well i have but... twitch merch like... it's purple that's know. literally why i buy it i'm like oh wow they've got more purple clothes that are comfy, the comfy <laughs> like henley's i like henley's man they're comfy but um but yeah i digress but Personally, I we, we've already kind of been introduced to the guy who replaces him anyway, who was the vice president, and he's going to become the CEO. Instantly. Um, that was instant. Yeah. That was definitely a discussion that happened the, with let me, people Let me put involved. it this way. So, hmm. I don't know. I don't really... I mean, just, this is going to sound really um, kind of bitchy, but I don't mean this in a bitchy way. I don't really give a shit who's, like, in, in charge about Twitch because from my... I've noticed I don't agree with a lot of changes Twitch has constantly been making to the platform. Right. Especially, so, um, it's very hands off, like whoopsie poopsie, just turn off the music. Like, <laughs> I don't, I really, um, 
in a way, I kind of feel like any change might be a good change at this point because um, Twitch is so heavily mismanaged. Like, especially when you have Amazon money. And when it comes to the whole, like, um, the copy, copyright claim, you know, issue, it's like, oh, just turn it off. Right. Sure. I think what you Amazon. remember is... So I, I honestly, so this doesn't affect me in any way. I feel it doesn't affect me in any way. And in a way, I kind of feel like any change might result in a good change because clearly Twitch is kind of, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Twitch's management. It's at this point garbage. Bleed purple. Right. So <laughs> Emmett, Emmett is oh god. Um he wasn't raised as a CEO. He started a he made a startup and and then grew to be a CEO, essentially. And it shows. What Amazon bring in are people who have been trained to be so they've been CEOs or higher ups or vice presidents of different companies and stuff. So they are trained to be ceos and i don't know if that's going to make it worse because you know fuck all corporations well what's bizarre because they know how to make things work well here's what's bizarre to me so it shows that you're not you know well well versed in like how to corporate manage and i'm not saying like oh yay corporate you know corporations it's more like you guys have fucking jeff bezos money what the fuck is going on so i'm i'm firmly in the stance like any change might be could potentially be a good change unless NFTs are involved right right which they but could be no i'm kidding they, they, um, uh, they are bringing in twitch nft <laughs> oh god no I, I think twitch would not go that low to be fair in uh, that so regard i think that's something I, like very I'm, I'm, I'm honest to god like i don't like to sound so like you know so much of a you know so negative or jaded it's just like you know I like being on Twitch, and I think that there's a lot of potential in Twitch. And it just—it's so clear how mismanaged is. Like the whole like whoopsie poopsie, just turn off the music, mm. and everything that happened with like I know you know about this set, Peachy, the cyberpunk shit, where like there was a song under streamer mode, like that was like, you know, people were getting like claimed for, it, and it's like, Jesus, like you shouldn't have to worry about that. And you have Jeff Bezos money, right? All they have to do is utilize those millions billions whatever the fuck what was he a billionaire million it doesn't matter he's bald and um just like utilize that money and try to like f figure out a way to like instead of being like turn off the music maybe figure out licensing they have um, done that to a degree any yeah right i, I do we have I muted vods instead of copyright strikes right i just i just turn off vods when i'm potentially going to be use, using game you know footage that could be striked mm. and like i saw i i remember when this whole like um the copy strikes shit was going on i was playing um you guys know brutal legend mm -hmm. i stopped playing it because i got spooked so i was like oh i don't want to get like yeah, that's you know, fine i don't want to get in trouble and like that's not i i used to do metal mondays on my chat on my on my channel you guys are listening. I like to listen to metal music, and I like to talk about metal music a lot. But anyway, I turn off bots when I do that because it's like I don't want to get in trouble. Right. Yeah, but that who, doesn't. Who copy strikes you. metal music? That, <laughs> but, that doesn't absolve you of the problem, but yeah, yeah, it's it'll, supposed, it'll it's the best I can do. The issues you get, yeah, it's the best I can do. So I'm of the I'm of the mind. I think 
So when I hear about like Twitch's CEO like resigning, it's like, and he was like co-founder, blah, blah, blah. Dude, any change might be a good change at this point because something has to happen with Twitch. Yeah. You turn off hosting. You took away, um, you know, we got this copyright issue. That's fucking garbage. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think there's there's a, a lot of tangents we could go down with regards to Twitch. Yeah, no, no, I, that's why I'm stopping myself yeah. right now. Yeah, you're all good. It's just like there's so many, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm taking the wait and see position. Yeah, that's fair. And a, a lot of people are likewise taking that same uh, position. Some others are some others are nervous about the new guy because he started the year pretty poorly with some weird ass blog at the very beginning of the oh, year. Oh God! It's that guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Bring the old guy over. back. Yeah, so it's 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 a mixed bag. But uh, if we'll move on to very quickly before we go into break, uh, the Activision Blizzard thing. Um, basically, the I think she's the executive vice president and the chief communications officer of Activision Blizzard. Basically, said that she knows for a fact that Jim Ryan, the guy who basically runs Sony, has said. I don't give a fuck about COD. I just don't want you to get bought by Microsoft. And that is huge because obviously that's going to make them look so bad after all this bollocks that Sony are going through going, oh, they're going to sabotage COD for us and things like that. And then the person from Activision Blizzard is like, okay, well, Microsoft have offered you a better deal than, that, than we would ever offer you as Activision Blizzard. And now you've just outed that. You, you literally just don't want Microsoft to get bigger. And that's the only reason. It's nothing to do with COD. They literally admitted it. My only opinion about this is it's Blizzard. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I, I can't talk. I, I'm just going to be honest. I can't talk about Blizzard because I the company I work for is under contract with Blizzard, so I can't say anything. Yeah, no worries. L large corporations don't like other large corporations getting larger than how yeah. large they are. Yeah. I mean, fair play. Which is, it's is a reasonable thing, fair, yeah. right? No, it is. Because it is. Microsoft is too big and needs to be broken down to smaller companies. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft is trying to be become a monopoly, and it's already there, dude. Like it. But like, it's it's hilarious. Monopoly like, rules do not laws do not work because they don't Microsoft. work. No, they, no, I agree with you. They don't work. They don't. Um, so it's corporations being corporationly. What a surprise! Yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> yeah, play. It I, is. I have, it is I have to really watch my wording on my opinions about this. Yeah, so, you don't. You, um, you don't have to say anything. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to like anti-monopoly laws, like they don't work. And yeah. like Microsoft is a piece of shit. And uh, the only thing I could say now, you know, derogatory in a derogatory tone about about this is it's Blizzard. Are you surprised? Well, oh, it, it's, it's, it's not, not it's Sony. Not, yeah, it's Sony who are oh, being. Sony. Yeah, Sony, the the bad guys in this one. Oh, okay. Let me talk shit about Sony. Fucking go, boy. I mean, to be fair, we, we go, should boys. we should be going to break. So we'll basically summarize. Sony. I don't have any opinion about Sony. I just. Yeah. No. No worries. Yeah. Sony <laughs> basically just said, "I that we're making up all this bollocks to just stop it going through." And obviously that now that seems really disingenuous and insincere. So hopefully that has, I mean, in my opinion, hopefully that means that it will just make things go smoother because I want to play Diablo 4 on Game Pass <laughs> and stuff like that, basically. I, yeah. I want to play Blizzard games without Bobby Kotick. Yeah. I've never played a well. Blizzard game, I realized. Never? Never. We'll talk about oh, that in Diablo. 
Yeah, we can touch on that on the Diablo segment. But I, what we're I gonna, wanna... So go on. No, no, no. I was saying, like, I, I can't wait. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to be very passionate about Diablo 4. So. <laughs> and m more specifically, Lilith. But yes. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. Go get yourselves a drink. Go stretch your legs. Rest your eyes. All that shenanigans. And we'll be back in part two to discuss video games. See no shortly. pooping. No pooping. Or if you do poop, weigh yourself before no and afterwards. <laughs> and remember, mics are hot. Have yourself a healthy poop. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the Fully Rendered Podcast, episode four. We're going to be talking about games, and we've just been discussing what we were going to talk about specifically next, and the decision falls on Diablo 4. So, this is probably going to be pretty dominant by me, because uh, I'm the Diablo fan here. Uh, so I, just to give a bit of background, play a lot of action RPGs. I play a lot of Path of Exile. I pretty much became a gamer because of Diablo 2 when I was around about 12 years old. I played it for pretty much a decade. And those types of games are, are basically my jam. I am uh, big on theory crafting, things like that. So I've been playing Diablo 4. And... Brian? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Can... Should Lilith step out your neck? <laughs> What? Can Lilith step on my neck? Um, well, unfortunately, they only show us the first act of the game. So hopefully by act five, she's stepping everywhere. Because Lilith is I mommy. Had to, I was waiting for you. I... Yeah. Thought. She is oddly attractive. I find oddly. that game, games just convince me that I have attraction to green women I, like I the orcs the in World of Warcraft. Sorry. It's Captain Kirk syndrome. Maybe, maybe that could be what it is. But yeah, so but turning back to Diablo 4, uh, I went into the beta with some skepticism because whilst yeah, uh, Blizzard have a pedigree of making fantastic games and obviously being a big fan of Diablo 2, for me personally, Diablo 3 was a disappointment. I think there were things that they did well in Diablo 3. The story was not one of them. The appeal to a hardcore audience wasn't one of those things i think couch co-op with diablo 3 is fantastic and it really appeals to a casual crowd and i recognize that it was literally one of the top 10 best-selling games at some point i think it's 17 now or something stupid like that like it did well and for good reason so i did have concerns about diablo 4 however i am pleasantly surprised there are things about it that i am absolutely in love with already excluding lilith um it's it's the gameplay the gameplay is so fun the like the combat just feels just really really good it's easily the best combat i've experienced in an action rpg thus far um the skill system is a little shallow especially if you compare it to say last epoch or especially path of exile where one ability can be customized in literally around about 130 different ways so you can do effectively what you want with it in Diablo 4, you have one ability and it can be changed in two ways. <laughs> you can make it do one thing or you make it do the other effectively. But I understand why they've done what they've done with the skill system. One of the things about good game development is when you can teach the player things without making timing. them... Sorry. Yes, timing. Good joke. <laughs> but when you can teach a player things without them realizing they're being taught, they don't know they're going through a tutorial, for example. And the way I that... hate tutorials. That is the hardest thing to do, correctly. Yeah. Dude, PG, I'm with you. It's like with tutorials, you're like, shut up. Yeah. 
Just so, let me do it. I want it. I'll figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> and Diablo 4 teaches you how to make your build or make a viable build without you realizing. Because it's kind of linear. So, for example, I've been playing the rogue. And the first part of the tree, it's like, pick a basic skill. And it goes, here's you a bunch of other skills. You would be a rogue. I, I intend on playing everyone, to be fair. But I wanted okay. to go with the rogue. But you would be a rogue, you pirate. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> goth and all that stuff. Like, I've made, like, a goth GF for my character. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, yeah. Big so, T goth girlfriend? You got that? I couldn't fit. I tried to call her Big Titty Goth Girlfriend. And oh. it was one character short. Oh. So I just called her goth GF in the end. But, yeah. But, um, you know, you, you know what? They're cousins. You, Zero out of 10. Worst game ever. You what? <laughs> I hate this game. But yeah, so. I don't want anything to do with this game. It's just. Yeah. No big titty goth girlfriend. I mean, they're in the game. You just can't name them big <laughs> titty goth girlfriend. Them by what they, uh... You just can't point out the titties. Yeah. No, you um, can. You can point you, out the titties. Before you get into mechanics, um, something I care about strangely is what's your character creation look like? Like, it, 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 do you find the coat on the floor and put the coat on, or so? Can you make the titties big? Can you make the titties? Try to make the titties big because again, I wanted to call a big titty golf girlfriend. You, there is no booby slider. There is no booby oh! slider. That oh, worst is... game. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Yeah, like fail it. Throw it in the bin. But um, the bearing in mind there was never character creation in the previous games. You just yeah. picked a class, and that's doesn't the model you got. They've added. Um, different colored eyes, different colored hair, different colored skin tones, uh, different jaw lines. You can't tweak the shit out of it. You can't be like, I want the mouth to be wider or higher or lower. I want the eyes to be higher, so lower, wider, further apart, stuff like that. Yeah. It's basically lots of different presets that you can go through. Um, you can do tattoos and stuff like that. I, I posted what mine basically looks like on Twitter if you are that keen to see it. But um, it's it's nice. It adds a reasonable amount of character creation the character in the engine looks good as well but i did uh, notice how nice that that game looked yes when i popped in your stream and that's on medium settings on a gtx 1080 as well okay so 1440p on i like i like 4K, went, it looks even better i like the um direction they went um because like diablo 3 was very stylized uh, in a good way. Mm. Um, it was like, here is the art style, and we're following that. This one definitely has an art style, but they've kind of put Diablo 2 art style on top of a more photorealistic idea of a dungeon. Dude, the yes. fucking... Um, from what I saw of Diablo 4, because I was like seeing... God, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, that, that was my bad. That was my bad. Sometimes I sit all the way back. Honestly, I worry about, you know, clipping a lot. Too much. Anyway, so I was watching um, Diablo for some of the uh, the cutscenes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, set, you know, Saturn, and whoa, whoa, the mocap on the facial expressions. Yeah, beautiful, intensely beautiful, very yeah. impressive. And it is an extraordinarily pretty game. And the best thing is, it runs on like a standard blizzard style low-end hardware like a lot of people are going to be able to play it uh, mechanically it to be scalable yeah yeah mechanically speaking back on the, the skill system 
it, again, it's it's a little bit shallow for my tastes. I like to theory craft and things like that, but I understand why they've done it the way they have because they want it to appeal to a wider audience, and it doesn't need to be a competitor to PoE. So I'm not going to come away from it going, "Oh, this isn't deep enough." Fuck Diablo, Blizzard, fucked my game. Because if you're going in with that expectation to the, in the first place, you're a monumental idiot. Like, who so, gave you that expectation? You know, is it somewhere between D2 and D3 then? I would say it is more complex than Diablo 2. In some ways, simpler than Diablo 3. Because in Diablo 3, you could have one ability and then change that one ability in eight mm. different ways. Um, but then no further than that. Whereas with Diablo 4, it is literally in two different ways. You pick the skill, you get a passive for that skill thereafter if you choose to, and then you have a fork and you pick one or the other. You can't have both. Um but then you can change the skills through items and potentially through the Paragon system. And that's the thing. For the casual audience, it's actually a really good skill system because it ensures that you pick one of all the things that you need. You're not obligated to. You could be like, I'm going to pick and have five basic skills, as they call it, on my hotbar. You could do that and you could potentially make it a viable build. But that's only if you know a lot about the game and how to make builds in action RPGs. Whereas the game's like literally like, okay, make sure you got one of these, make sure you got one of these, make sure you got one of these, make sure you got an escape, for example, make sure you got an ultimate ability, make sure you got something that generates resource so you can cast through the abilities, things like that. So the skill system is actually pretty good and intuitive. That sounds cool because in D3 it was pointless. So, you know, yeah. because so, it just someone, sent you down this path. It's like, why do I need to? So in my chat um, said, like, we wanted, I'm going to read it verbatim. Um, because I need to ask you, Brian, because you're like more of a Diablo. Sure. Yeah. You know, connoisseur. Mm. <laughs> uh, for, uh, for years, we wanted a D, what we wanted was D2 reskin. We got it. It's awesome. I'm skeptical about four, but it looks pretty good. What would you say? So it depends on, of course, who you're asking. At the end of the day, you're going to have hardcore Diablo fans who, who will speak on behalf of the entire Diablo community. And they are a minority of it at the end of the day. they I am a hardcore Diablo fan, but I'm not going to go forward and say... Oh, wait, I, I meant to follow up. D3 was doo-doo. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you are a hardcore Diablo fan, you probably did think Diablo 3 was doo-doo because mm -hmm. they dumbed down a lot of the game to make it very casual friendly. But then it became one of the best-selling games in the world. Like, it literally became the 10th best-selling game in the world. But that's not a doo-doo game, honest, that's just not a game I, for that person, you know what I mean? I remember years ago when... How long ago did D3 came out? <laughs> 2012. Okay, so it was years ago. <laughs> um, but I do remember like when D3 was going to come out, how much everyone was like hyping up yeah. the release. So it being like, you know, such a hot seller, hot ticket item, um makes sense because g2 uh, and i'm i'm saying this as an like an outside perspective i i've never played a blizzard game i'm not gonna lie yeah that's no, fair um and i when i was watching like the cutscenes for d4 i was like was it always this dark so what yes yeah, so, so <laughs> but um so it makes sense that it was the biggest spelling game even though i understand what you just said that it was kind of being geared more towards casual gaming yeah and that's the thing the diablo 3 is objectively a good game 
if you look at it objectively, it is a good game. It just doesn't appeal to the Diablo, hardcore Diablo 2 audience because one, a lot of it's rose-tinted glasses, but also because it had a certain theme that followed on from Diablo 1 as well. And they, di they differed with Diablo 3. With Diablo 4, they're still catering to a wide casual audience with its systems, uh, many of which are basically copies but improvements on from Lost Ark, which is like an MMO action RPG. Uh, they've clearly taken some ideas from Lost e uh, Last Epoch as well, which are all good things, and they're, they're executing the, these new mechanics into their games really, really well as well. But mm. there's the Paragon board system, which is the, the end game system, and that looks like it could add a lot of depth. And I think it's a good play by Blizzard, because then most casual players are probably going to make one or two characters through the campaign and be like, I've gone, done the campaign, I'm going to piss off and play another game now. Whereas the hardcore player base are going to be the people who are going to grind the hell out of the end game, where they can suddenly find this huge amount of depth where they have to do the theory crafting and maybe load up a spreadsheet or get a calculator out to do all their optimizations and their min-maxing. But um, on a surface level, extraordinarily beautiful game. Very very oh dude those cutscenes are stunning yes like um, i said like the the mocap for the facial animations beautiful yeah. stunning lilith hot and mommy. lilith wait what <laughs> could you should do you think there'll be a mission eventually where lilith will step on your neck hopefully so we can only pray we can <laughs> the only pegging. hope the pegging we can only hope she's a pegasus <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> the we it's a we Pegasus. <laughs> so, so you like the game then, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I made myself cry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i like the game to be fair i was about to round up anyway but if, if you are looking for a good diablo game they have taken a lot of things from diablo 2 mostly like the darkness there's no ambient ocular lighting like in diablo 3 where everything glows in the dark there's light radius there's shadows dungeons are dark things that are supposed to be lit are, are actually lit so game, rtx caves, rtx is coming Ooh. and it already looks good i mean good. i don't care it already looks good without <laughs> RTX, so I am excited for RTX, even though I don't have an RTX card, because I just want to see what it looks like. Um, I haven't experienced PvP. That's not in the beta. World bosses are sick. I literally killed Ashava prior to us going live. Um, question. Yes. So, your character in beta? Yes. Be carried over? Uh, it gets carried over to the open beta next weekend. It does not get carried over to launch. Rude. I'm okay with it. Because it means people who played it will have um, an advantage because economy and stuff like that, trading is a thing in the game. So if you didn't play in the beta, you're basically going to be auto automatically... As an American, no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I, get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to be like, you know, capitalism! And capitalism. Uh, the thing is, the people who are going to be casually playing that probably aren't that interested in the beta. Yes and no. Obviously, uh, the f my first two hours of my day off or afternoon off yesterday was being in a queue because it is right. popular. It is massively popular. Yeah, everyone was playing it. Yeah. Everyone was I mean, playing it. The Dude, last... I went on, I went to what, 
everyone. Yes, everyone. Like my entire following list. And was on Diablo a drinking 4. holiday too. God damn it, Ryan, you are my favorite Diablo Four player. I'm glad you're the only one Ryan, I've ever watched. Ryan, you're my favorite Diablo Four player too. I'm very flattered, both of you. Thank you. But yeah, it, it's. I'm optimistic. I went into it initially thinking like, oh, they might fuck it up. They're doing like justice to the lore as well because they wrote books. They made like an anime, like a short form anime before Diablo 3 to create lore and then barely used it. And in Diablo 4, they're referring all to it, including Lilith and her fella or ex-fella Anarius and stuff like that. So I'm actually really excited about the story and stuff. But yeah, to summarize, it's good. Optimistic. Play it if you can. It's going to be free next weekend. You know, Brian, for you, I'll play it. Do it. Maybe Peachy I, I, will. I, I'll, I'll raise like my it. eyebrows at Peachy constantly to get him. Raise your eyebrows at Bobby Kotek. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> With a lot of money, probably. Um, do you want to take over well, the Well, clearly, I don't have a lot of money because I can't figure out my own mic. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Your mic's fine. But yeah, Pe Peachy, you wanted to talk Need for Speed or do you want to jump into Warhammer? Uh... I've been playing a lot of Need for Speed Unbound, and I get it. I've I've got 35 hours in it now. I only got it the other day. Um, you should just say you got a copy strike for Need for Speed. Yeah, I did get a copy strike for Need for Speed oh my because it's God. got um, it's got music in it, which I knew might happen. Um, so I didn't play the soundtrack today, but apparently something on my playlist is copy strike. So <laughs> I got screwed. It's fine. Um, no, you're a fan of cyberpunk. It makes sense. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't care if my mods are muted too much. It's fine. Uh, so it's different, but it's the same. Um, if you like Need for Speed, you will enjoy Need for Speed Unbound. Um, everyone was complaining about the effects. I really like the effects, I but I do agree. Cool. I think they look fucking dope. It, give, mm. it actually gives Need for Speed a look. You know, you You're see right. you see that car going around the corner with this cell shaded tire smoke and Peachy. laser beams can i tell you some like little bit of trivia a healthy bit of trivia yeah okay um now i can say it. i worked on the uh, transcriptions for need for speed transcription the story no no like the trailers and stuff oh the trailers cool that is cool that what is do you fucking... think of the art style pop i don't like cars I'm a woman. <laughs> Okay. Well, so the cars aren't in. No, I, I really wanted to tell you, PG. I wanted to tell you when I was working. I was like, oh, I remember he loves this shit. Like, I do like Need for Speed. But um, once, uh, once the games are released, I'm under, I'm, you know, the NDAs are like, you know, void. Right now, I can tell you, my friend. It's just the floodgates open. But uh, I don't like cars, so it doesn't matter to me. I. I think it's very good. I think they've gone, they've made it much more difficult because you have to make money, not only to get your car leveled up, um, to but to uh, pay for races. You have to, it's like an NFT. You have to pay for the ability to get the NFT. Um, it's like, it, like the cops in it are so, basically it's 50% off now. If you were turned down by the fact that it was like 70 bucks new, which I was, it's 50 quid now and it's very good. That's, that's all I got to say about Need for Speed. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I used the 10 free hours out of the EA pass thing and I was like, no, I'm going to buy it. It's 50% off. Uh, Warhammer. Talk about Warhammer instead. I've been trying to get through to Warhammer. So there's been uh, a leak. Um, oh boy. 
there's been a leak about a new um, named character of the Blood Angels. Um, somebody got sent the wrong box and they got a the brand new model, which isn't released yet, and went, I found this and put it on the internet. So Games Workshop went, ta-da! And they immediately announced it. Um, which means, which feeds into my tinfoil hat, um, they posted some teasers with a Tyranid and there was a Terminator in the eye. Now, bear in mind, we don't have new ter ter uh, Terminator models yet that go with the Primaris line. Um, so I was like, ooh, new Terminator? Maybe, maybe new Terminator model? I'd like that. Then they posted, um, like, the mirror image, which was a Terminator, with in the eye was a Tyranid. Tyranid I couldn't quite point out. I wasn't quite sure which one it was, but I'm not a big Tyranid person. Um, and they immediately pulled that down. You can't find the photo anymore. Um, I had to hunt through to find a picture for Brian. Am I sure in the uh, right one, by the way? Uh, That's an eyeball. Yeah. Oh, it's crashed for me. There we go. Uh, so this is this is the first one they did. Okay. Uh, then the one with the uh, the metal head. That's the one they pulled down. So they released this and then pulled it down. Now. I think the reason they were fine with letting this new Blood Angel, well, he's a remake of a old model, whatever, um, announcing that is because Adepticon is coming really soon. And people have been um, talking about uh, 10th edition. Now we're on 9th edition. They've been talking about 10th edition. And they show this. Now the current storyline, which I will get into, Pulp, I'm, I'm going to tell you what the storyline is, right? Um, Thank you. It's about. Space, uh, space hulks, which t uh, traditionally have terminators on board. Oh, by the mean... way, for you, Peachy, I'm playing Dark Tide. Oh, sweet! That's I don't understand oh. jack shit, though. I will admit, I don't understand jack shit. I, I I've just... been into the law since I was a child. I don't understand fucking anything. Dude. <laughs> so much. You guys want to play Dark Tide together? <laughs> yeah, we can do. Yes, hundred percent. Hell yeah, that's a good stream. Uh, so I think yeah, uh, at Adepticon... I, I'm just saying, I've been dipping my toes in the lore of Warhammer, specifically because I've been rude to Nero BG, because you do like to school me on the on the Warhammer lore, oh, and I respect that. It's a fun you, segment. This is your schooling here. I've got two pages of notes. <laughs> I'm just saying. We that, don't that's have how that you know long. How, that's, that's how you know what true friendship is. What's true friendship? Let me school you on Warhammer. Well, actually, I made I've been notes. <laughs> I've been, I brought uh, well, in my that. own work. And also, I've been playing the games and like looking into the lore, so I could be on a similar playing field as so, a homie. Essentially, I think there is going to be a teaser or a trailer or something for the announcement of 10th edition Warhammer 40k which is quite exciting, even for someone who doesn't play the full-scale one. I prefer Kill Team, but that's really cool because that means a lot of new models and a lot of new ideas and maybe new Terminators, and it's going to push forward the current story of Arcs of Omen to the next thing, which I think I think it's coming at Adapticon. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I think it's coming, and I think we might see Lion L. Johnson as well. So... I'm, I'm I'm excited for an edition of a game I don't even play because there might be models that I can use in my own games. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, th that's that's the teaser stuff for 40k. Cool. And I I got nothing um, else. My, I've got nothing. In my chat, 
Peachy. Oh. In my chat, I have to read this verbatim. Two pages of notes. Can't hear you. A lot less than I would have. I would have if I tried to sum up the Lord. Microphone. I can't yeah. hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So I mean, um. One of my mods in my chat goes sorry. two pages of notes. That's a lot less than I would have tried if I tried to sum up the Lord. Peachy has shown a lot of restraint. Uh, no, this is literally um, a quick, a very quick explanation of the latest Ark of Omen book that came out. <laughs> this isn't the lore of 40k. Yeah, that's, that's well, two pages on an announcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Effectively, yeah. This whole yeah. thing is like driving me insane. So right, um, the Emperor is a dead corpse king who's been on the Golden Throne for 10,000 no, years. we haven't got the time. We haven't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right, so Chad is so everyone who's listening is aware. PG is going to hold me hostage <laughs> and explain all this lore, and I'll I'll agree to it just because my man likes some cyberpunk. Page, page and goal, page and goal, along with a spoiler cast. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? That that's that's what we were talking about, like patron, like you know, rewards. Just like multiple multiple recordings of just PG trying to explain for <laughs> a hammer to me. The last recording like, would, you be, it would just be you being a desiccated corpse like this, and him still like <laughs> in the like first the three pages Abraham of the book. <laughs> first off, first off, I have to I have to establish this. I'm a good sport, you and are. I will be like, hmm? <laughs> and then later. And you have to like do a cutaway every now and again just for I go to Brian. I don't give a shit about how he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have like Warhammer 4K pom poms. Like, you can not, do it. <laughs> if that's not a quality Patreon reward of just me shit talking, like Peachy trying to school me and then me turning to Brian and going like, this fucking ass. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, chat. I will keep it going with knowledge. I'll just be to 10,000 psychers a day. That's a joke for people who know what I'm talking about. Which neither of I us mean, do. Also, <laughs> chat, let me put it this way. I am a, I am a very educated woman who knows how to go, oh my god, really? Oh my. <laughs> Perfection. Magical power, and then I just and then I'll be a two faced bitch turn to Brian and be like, This fucking asshole. <laughs> what is Warhammer? Um, Brian, what are the two little things? The two this is why Peachy and I are, I this is how Peachy and I became friends. <laughs> Sorry, two little things, yeah, the, on the second half because we have five minutes, six minutes left. Um, yeah, so there's just a couple of game announcements. V Rising. So for those of you familiar with the survival game, that's Oh, based... the new DLC! Yes, that comes out in May. I don't think we have the specific date, but it's in May. So oh, free May. DLC at that. Uh, Exo Primal, for those who are not familiar, imagine Earth Defense Force, but dinosaurs and exosuits. So it kind of has a Dino Crisis vibe. It's done by Capcom. Uh, the release is July 14th, and it's a day one Game Pass game. Apparently it's kind of fun. Like, Earth Defense Force is kind of fun. Bit I jank, mean, you said Dino fun. Crisis, I'm interested, you know? Yeah, it looked, I... when it was announced, everyone was like, oh, it's going to be Dino Crisis, and then like, it's Exo Primal. Yeah, we have to announce the sad news, Peachy. Oh. System Shock. They've announced the release date of System Shock remake, and mm. it's I know. the end of May. I was so close when I said three months. <laughs> Last episode. I think I... Can I pull a peachy? You've, have you got just 
two pages of notes on about how it's been delayed. <laughs> oh. What are you playing next week? Resident Evil 4. RE4. RE4. It's coming out. I don't think so. Peachy's guys... not an RE4 fan. Can you do it for me? Well, can I play it? Not fucking 60 bucks, I can't. No, the uh, the demo. The demo? Do you, do you want it? Oh, is the demo on Steam or something? Is it on PC? Because I don't have a PlayStation 5. It's on PC. Oh, yeah. oh it's yeah. on PC. I will give I'll, it a go. I'll look. I'll look. And next week we'll come back and I will have two pages of note about Warhammer. <laughs> two pages of notes. All about it. There's um, a free demo right now on Steam. Yeah. I, I, I will genuinely check it out for you. Apparently, I, um, you listen to me talk about 40k. I won't buy it for both of you. No, don't <laughs> buy it. Don't buy it because I won't play it. I'll play the demo, but I, won't, I probably won't play RE4. <laughs> Too late. You want to shake mama, baby girl? <laughs> Reject it. Get, get a, get a set of horns. Get a set of horns. <laughs> and then we'll talk. What if I, what if I, <laughs> if, what if he was gifted to you from Lilith? Well, you, you, if, if if it's actually Lilith, then I'll, I'll you know, but no, I, I'm not a okay, horror game well, fan. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm not Lilith. Damn it. Rejected. But no, I'm not, I'm not a horror game fan. I don't play horror games generally. I will play it's the not... demo though. I will play the demo for you. I know it's more Can you at least play the demo? I will. Please. I just promised that I bloody will. Look, pinky promise. I don't believe you. <laughs> Chat, look, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> like... I don't believe you. Right, Brian just did the pinky thing with the bendy pinky finger. It for did. those listening. It did. Look, pinky. look, look. look. Go on, pinky promise. To the edge, to the edge. Yeah, I'm giving you a limp pinky. Oh, I don't believe oh, it. But then we're not limp pinky, promise. my favorite new metal band, limp yeah. pinky. I, I promise I will I will play it. Uh, Starfield uh, released, or uh, the release date Release-day. rather, September 6th. They're doing a big old fat showcase on June 11th, I'm dedicated to it. I'm surprised, because not that long ago they were advertising for story writers. Um... I think that's probably because they're going to be doing like a big open world pseudo live oh, service thing, so, aren't they? That's fucking scary to be like, hey, we need some writers. Oh, the game's coming out in, in July. <laughs> It'll probably be for DLC, though, I, I reckon. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they've announced the date, like, I highly like doubt that they're yeah, not prepared. Yeah, I mean, they... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the size of that company, they, they know when their game's going to be ready. Was there any other news that we quickly wanted to touch on? Did Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil? <laughs> we talked about Resident Evil 4, but we can talk about it again. Do you want to talk about it again? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Was there any other stories that either of you wanted to cover? Uh, there is a huge scandal. I told you about the cheating scandal in F1 Esports. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, one of the professional drivers has not been proved to be cheating, but a lot of drivers on the grid have been hinting that they strongly suspect he might be cheating, right. and that's not a good look for esports because F1 23, 22, whatever we're on now, um, doesn't have anti-cheat, and they are actually um, using some of the pro esports players to test some cheats. So it looks like they're going to try and and stamp this out. Um, so that's that's a good thing because right. it's not a good luck right now. Um, there's okay. also been cheating coming out of another couple of sim races and stuff. Um, so it's good think... to get it out there, I think. Mm. And hopefully we can crush Pop this. Tears. Let me explain some other cheating. I just tried to buy both of you on, on Steam Resident Evil 4, but I can't. I'm not friends with you. 
Don't. We are friends. Pop, like, we're like, friends, okay? No, no, on Steam, though. Yeah, but Pop we are chat. friends in real. For yes, real. We are friends in real life, but don't get me hard. I was trying to, to surprise you both with the, with the game. Friend. And Steam was just not cooperating. Pope, I love you. I thank you. But don't get me the game. Please. I won't play it. No, It'll be a waste of your money. Buy me a <laughs> bottle of rum. Buy me a bottle of rum. But yeah, was there anything else before we uh, we start doing shout outs? No, I'm just Pretty mad that you guys don't want it. I'll play the demo. I'll play the demo Thank too. You. I will Thank play you. the demo. And we will we'll play we'll the be a section in a fortnight about Resident Evil 4 demo. Yes. Okay? We'll have a dedicated This is a segment. big deal. It is. Big deal. No, I'll do is. I'll do I'll do shadow karate for you. <laughs> to show you how, how how excited I am. I am looking forward <laughs> to that now. I'll play the demo twice. <laughs> But let's start with some shout-outs, or finish with some shout-outs, rather. Pope, who is your daddy, and what does he do? I don't have a daddy. I am a former Instagram model who is now a variety Twitch streamer, and I am very excited for fucking Resident Evil 4! Yeah! Where can we find you? Uh, Pulp Fiction on everything except Twitter, because someone took my name. <laughs> it was their fault. They're not malicious. I just was too late to the party. And Pulp Fiction, except Plot Fiction on Twitter. Just kidding. Hey, Resident Evil 4. Fantastic. <laughs> and Poochie. My name is Peachy Pixelate. Pixelate is a word. It's not a random number. Pixelate. That's Holy neat. shit, I've only just realized that. I'm not you even kidding. Oh I always God, thought Brian, it was Pixel Brian, 8. Wait, I was really, like, oh. Like, I, the yeah. Oh my god, am I ahead of the curve for you guys? I remember when I first curve. read it. Oh. I read I read Peachy's name out and I was like, oh my god, that makes sense. <laughs> I just thought it was because someone else had Peachy Pixel. I thought you liked the number eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do, because it's involved in 8-bit. It's a very clever name. Pixel 8, Pixel 8, 8-bit, because I used to make 8-bit music. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. And in the links, wherever you consume this current cast of pods about Resident Evil 4. Fantastic. And finally, hello everyone. Farewell, everyone. I'm Brian the Pirate. I am on all platforms ever that have existed as Brian the Pirate. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, or TikTok, I will be streaming after this show, after I've had a quick break. So about half an hour from now, I'll be playing some Diablo 4. Uh, thank you to my co-hosts, Hope. And her bucket. I'll be streaming in about an hour and a half myself, but um, and she'll be streaming as well. Her bucket. I, 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 her was bucket. Too, I was too passionate about resting away. <laughs> she was not too passionate. Don't worry. But yes. Yeah, so um, thank you all. Thank you to my co-hosts, both Pope and Peachy, for joining us. The episode will be going live on Spotify and YouTube and iTunes tomorrow at some point when I'm awake after binging on Diablo Four, of course. But uh, thank you all for watching. Farewell. We'll remember. Bye. Bye. Bye.